Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. This is the week we celebrate Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, however, is not a holiday only on a calendar. It is the attitude of our heart where we give our gratitude to those with whom we are thankful. First of all, give thanks to God for his love for us and his goodness towards us. This is also a great time to be thankful to those around you. Be thankful for your family members. Be thankful at your job. Speak a word of thanks to someone who has shown kindness and goodness to you. Use this as an opportunity to allow God to express gratitude through your heart and your life to someone else. Now, come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. My definition of rich is having all your needs met and you got some abundance left over. All of your needs met and then you got some of your wants you can get done. You're not in a financial strain. You can answer all of your phone calls. You're rich. You don't need call ID. You just pick up the phone because, you know, ain't nobody calling you, messing with you about no money. Thank God for call ID. Come on, say, thank you, Lord. (laughs) Where did you come from? How poor were you when you were a child? We have to look back to remember how poor we were because when we were in it, we didn't think of ourselves as being that poor, did we? We were talking about the poor folks, but we didn't know we were talking about us. (laughs) We were talking about the poor folks, but I go back to where I grew up, I'm thinking, we were kind of (laughs) poor. But we had food on our table. So what do you have now that you didn't have then? Some of you all grew up with homes. You already had central heat and air, but we didn't have that back in the 80s when I grew up. <laughs> we had space heaters and fans. We did sleep with the windows open. We thank God we had screens because some people didn't have no screen doors. We can sleep inside. Some people slept on the porch. Thank God right now we got central heat and air. I see somebody fanning right now. The air is on. You can put that fan down. We were thanking God for when we finally could get a television, the old black and white. We were thanking God. Somebody gave us a television, and we all gathered around it, and we were going to make it a color TV. We got us some plastic and put on the front that had a tent on it. We were innovative. We had Technicolor. Amen. We had a pair of pliers to turn the channel and some aluminum foil on the antenna, but we made it work. Thank God how I got over. Somebody know what I'm talking about. You can act like right now you got plasma in every room. Some of y'all got a television in the restroom and still complaining. We are the rich in this world. Thank God for the country that we live in. Come on, say, thank you, Lord. All you have to do is go somewhere else where they don't have all the running water and hot and cold water and all the conveniences of life. You'll come back and you say, thank you, Lord. But don't wait till you in that shape. Say, thank you right now. You don't have to count your blessings and name them one by one. You've got health care and all kinds of things. James said in James chapter 1, verse 17, every good and perfect gift is from above. It's from God. God gives us and he blesses us with good and perfect gifts. Let's not forget God 
when we own the jobs that we have and the automobiles that we have and the families that we have and our families are healthy and we go out. We can't take it for granted that when you go out, you're going to come back or in one piece these days. Folks are rolling up on the schools and, and, and they've got this demonic attack. And I call it a demonic attack for people to start just going crazy and just want to shoot people at random. That's nothing but a demonic attack that's manipulating people to do these things. So we have God's covering over us. He said, a thousand may fall at your side and and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near your dwelling place if you abide in the shadow of the Almighty. God covers us and he blesses us and he provides for us as we go out and as we come in. But if we're not careful, we will find ourselves joining in with this materialistic society with the conspicuous consumption. We want more and more and more without thanking the Lord for what we already have. It seems like we are never content and never satisfied with what we already have. We want bigger and better. We want bigger and better and keep getting bigger and better. So you'll end up with uh, two people in a 10,000 square foot house. And it's not satisfied with that because their friend got a 15,000 square foot house. The lust for more material things and more pleasures dominate and control the lives of many people to the point where God is put on the sideline or pushed completely out of the picture of our lives when we get in there. We'll start seeing that in just a few days. They're not even talking about giving thanks to God. You got more news about Black Friday than about Thanksgiving. Just listen. Listen to what you're seeing. Listen to all the advertising. I was listening to something the other day. I'm still trying to see what they were saying. They were saying, we're giving thanks for thanking, but not thanks for what we have or thanks for God. We give thanks for thanking. Over time, the culture will desensitize anything having to do with God or they already try to secularize Christmas so that they won't even use the words anymore. And if we're not careful, we're right in there with them. All the saints out there, Black Friday, trying to get in there and get some stuff before everybody else. But that's a good time to minister. Go out there while they're in line and get, get out there, get that bullhorn one o'clock in the morning, start preaching while they're in line. They ain't going nowhere. Come on, you need Jesus, hallelujah. There is a heaven and there is a hell. Go out there in front of Best Buy and start preaching. And then when they leave, you get in line. (laughs) Hallelujah, God works in mysterious ways. (laughs) Where was I? It's okay to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. God like for his people to be blessed. God's in the blessing business. He's in the blessing business, but uh, he doesn't want us to enjoy the blessing to the point where they become the main focus of our lives, and then God's pushed to the side. He wants us to be blessed. He blesses his people. Some years ago, the cartoon pictured Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown was bringing out Snoopy's dinner on Thanksgiving Day, it was just his usual dog food in a bowl. It wasn't anything special. Snoopy took one look at the dog food and said, no, this isn't fair. The rest of the world today is eating turkey with all the trimmings and all I get is dog food. Then he thought, because I'm a dog, 
He said, all I get is dog food. And as he contemplated that and thought about it, he says, well, I guess it could be worse. I could be a turkey. (laughs) So whenever we think life is unfair, think again. We could be turkeys at Thanksgiving. You could have been born somewhere else and just abject poverty. You're not just uh, living to eat, you're eating to live. I can't picture any of us ever really being hungry. Now, we have an appetite. We say we're hungry, but I'm talking about hungry. Because I can look at you and tell you ain't been hungry. I ain't been hungry either. We ain't been hungry. That means that you haven't eaten in a few days. And there's nothing to eat. But how many remember the time you opened the refrigerator, there still was nothing in it? But instead of thinking about how little we have, we need to count up what we do have and give thanks to God. Just give God thanks. And God is our Father. And the Bible says we were made in the image of God. How many of you have children? If you have a child that's forever thankful, genuinely, for all that you do for them, guess what? What you feel like doing? More. And you got one that's unthankful. You're not that interested in just going above and beyond. You might just give them enough just to survive, enough for their necessity. But one who's really thankful and who honors your giving to them, you're going to look for ways to give them more. You will give them more than what they ask for because of their response to your generosity. God is the same way. Give thanks to God in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, I'm thankful for the taxes I pay because that means I made some money. If you don't want to pay taxes, don't make no money. I'm thankful for the tithe I give because that means I made something. I wish my tithe was millions of dollars. That means I really made millions. I'm thankful for the clothes that fit too snug because it means I've had enough to eat. I'm thankful for the lawn that need mowing and the windows that need cleaning and the gutters that need fixing because it means I have a home. I'm thankful for the person in church that's singing off key behind me because it means I can hear him. I'm thankful for the alarm that goes off in the morning that means I'm alive when I can turn it off. All the things that we have, we're thankful for. I was I remember years ago, I was getting up one morning and the thought occurred to me, oh, this is just another day. Anybody ever just thought this is just another day? I don't feel like getting up. I don't know. It's just an ordinary day. And I laid there and I heard this voice said, would you like some excitement? And I thought about that. And I got on up and said, no, I don't want no excitement. (laughs) A wreck is an excitement. Your car flipping up on the freeway, that's excitement. Not being able to move and get out to bed because your limbs aren't working and your heart's beating fast. That's excitement. No, no, I'll take this ordinary day. Thank you, Lord, for ordinary. A young man was feeling very proud of himself. He was a brand new college graduate taking the CPA exam and passed with flying colors. Now, he was a full-fledged certified public accountant. His father had been an immigrant to the United States and he owned his own little business. Now filled with pride and self-importance, the young man began to criticize his father's way of keeping the books. 
He said, Dad, you don't even know how much profit you made. Over here in the drawer, you have your account receivables. Over there, you have the receipts with, and you keep all your money in the cash register. You don't have any idea about how much money you made. Well, the father looked at him and said, son, when I came to this country, the only thing I had was a pair of pants. Now your brother is a doctor, your sister is a teacher, and you're a CPA. Your mother and I have our own home. We have a car, and we own this business. And he said to his son, now add all that up and subtract the pants, and what we have left is my profit. We have something to be thankful for. We have it so good. That's what we do at Thanksgiving. Let's go into this season not only being thankful for what God has done for us, but being an expression of that thanks so that others around us will know why we praise God and worship God. Let's promote God and his grace to us and his power. The first thing he did, he gave us his son, Jesus Christ, to save us and bring us out of darkness to his marvelous light. I can tell you this, if you have nothing else, you have your salvation and life eternal. You have salvation. We ought to thank God for that. Come on, say, Lord, thank you for life eternal. Thank you for the promise. Thank you for we know, that's what I said Sunday, we know that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, and we know that if we're absent from this body, we're going to be present with the Lord. Father, we thank you for that. Come on, thank him for real. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we used to sing a song, thank God for saving me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. He pulled me up out of a horrible pit. He changed my life and my lifestyle, and he gave me a hope and a future. Thank you, Lord. That's the place we start. Thank you, Father. Now, perhaps you're not feeling too blessed today. Maybe the pain of life and has come to overwhelm you in some fashion. Like so many people, however, we've been so blessed. Let's not focus on all of our troubles. Now, we have to take care of our business, but let's not focus on it. How can we overcome our mindset of pain and apathy and move toward a true spirit of thanksgiving? Now, I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to give you a few. Make every effort to recognize the blessings that you have come to take for granted. Focus on what you have rather than what you don't have and see if that doesn't improve your attitude. Be thankful for the difficult times. During those times, you grow. Through your tough times, God will help you to grow and be strengthened. You know, one of the things that I look at, we have hurricanes here in we have a, like a, in the backyard of the house we had, there's tall, tall, tall pine trees. You know, they're just skinny and tall. And I would just think, you know, a good wind will knock those trees down. And I wonder why, we were in that house for over 25 years, why those trees haven't fallen? And they just seem to be so thin. But over the years, as they start growing, they get used to swaying in the wind. And as they sway in those different winds as they're growing, they get stronger and stronger and the roots go deeper and deeper. The winds and storms of life, if you hold on to the Lord, will help you to grow and become stronger and you'll be able to take something 
when others aren't able to take anything. Be thankful for your limitations because they give you opportunities for improvement. Look for those opportunities to be better, to improve, to be excellent. When you have some failures, just look at those and say, how can I improve on this? Don't just start blaming everybody else for the times when you fail. Uh, they may have had some influence, but you probably had a lot more influence in your failure than they did. Fix the things that you can fix and be thankful for those improvements. Be thankful for every new challenge because it will build strength and character. Be thankful for your mistakes because they will teach you valuable lessons. Be thankful when you're tired and weary because that means you probably made a difference somewhere with your work. Be thankful for the good things. And as hard as it may be, find ways to be thankful for your troubles because they can become your blessings. I just want you to orient your heart and your mind so that you'll say, you know, Lord, I'm going to be intentionally thankful as I go forward here the rest of the year. I'm going to be intentionally thankful. I'm going to look for ways to be thankful. When I find myself complaining, I'm just going to uh, shut that down and I'm going to thank you instead and trust you to help me through all of my troubles. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver them out of them all. You may be having some troubles. You may be having some situations. But let's just take a glimpse right now. You don't have any troubles with you right this second. So say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, say, thank you, Father. Thank you for who you are and what you've done in our lives. Thank you, mighty God. You are interested in every aspect of our being, body, soul, and spirit. We thank you, Father, that you see us and you know us and you're watching over us and you care for us. Thank you for your word that says you care for the birds of the air and you care for the lilies of the field and the grass of the field. Surely you will care for those who you blew the breath of life into and call your own and who have been made after your own image. We thank you for for your care. We thank you for your concern. We thank you, Lord, that you're going before us. We thank you, Lord, that you have everything in control concerning us. We thank you, Lord, even in our challenges, God, you will help us to work through. You'll help us to go through the fire. Father, your word said we can go through the fire and not be burned. We'll go through the flood and not drown. We thank you, Father, for your divine comfort and care. We thank you for ministering to us in the midnight hours. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us in our inner being. We thank you for that word of peace, that word of joy, that word of encouragement. Father, when we can't find encouragement anywhere else, we can find encouragement from you. We thank you for it now. We praise you for it now. We thank you, Father, for our homes. We thank you for our families. We thank you for your provisions for our lives. We thank you for providing all that we have need of. We thank you for the food on our tables. Father, we thank you for the abundance that you've supplied with us. We thank you for divine health that we walk in right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we have health and strength, that we can walk and talk and see and feel. We thank you, mighty God. 
We thank you for your protection as we go on the highways and the byways. We thank you for rebuking the accidents and the incidents. We thank you, Father, that with the robbers and the thieves and the muggers and the murderers have not come near our dwelling place. You protected our daughters and our wives and our mothers and our cousins and our, our sons and our fathers and our grandparents and grandchildren. We thank you, mighty God. We praise you for it. We bless you for it right now, almighty God. We thank you for keeping us and sustaining our employment and our jobs right now. While others may have been laid off, you've kept us on. We thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, mighty God, that while the enemy have thrown his best at us, we're still standing. Come on, declare that I'm still standing. I can declare the glory of God because we're still standing. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, Father, for my business. Thank you for the business people in here. Thank you for blessing the businesses. Thank you, Father, for bringing overflow and, and abundance right now, Father. We thank you, mighty God. Thank you for blessing our church. Thank you for blessing this congregation. Thank you, mighty God, for all you have done. Thank you for providing for us in this place. Thank you for finishing this building. Thank you, Father, that we have no lack. Thank you we have an abundance. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for the fellowship of believers. I thank you for my sister. I thank you for my brother in Christ. I thank you for the people in this place tonight. Thank you, mighty God, that we are a family of believers. Thank you that we enjoy one another. Thank you, Father, that we fellowship with one another. Thank you that we have harmony with one another. Thank you, mighty God, for every worker and every laborer and every servant. Thank you, mighty God, that you have done great things in this place. We thank you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him a praise. If I had 10,000 tongues, I could not thank him enough. For he is good and his mercies is everlasting. Thank you for what you brought us through. Thank you for the troubles that you've rescued us from. Thank you, Father, for every pain that we've come through. God, every disappointment, every hurt. Right now, God, we thank you, Lord, that we are above and not beneath. Thank you, mighty God. We're the head, not the tail. Thank you, mighty God. We praise you, mighty God. Bless him in this place. Thank you for your wisdom. Come on, somebody needs some wisdom to know what to do tonight. Let's thank him for it right now. He says, if anyone lack wisdom, let him ask God. He'll give it to you. Father, thank you for your wisdom tonight, for every decision that we need to make. Every business decision, every family decision, every financial decision, every educational decision, every decision on our jobs, we thank you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your divine power that resonates in the inside of us. We thank you for the people of God in this place who are making themselves available to be used in your kingdom. We thank you, Lord. We praise your mighty God. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I don't know what you've gone through this year, but I do know this. God is able to deliver us out of every trial and trouble that we have encountered. The psalmist said, For the Lord is good, and his mercies endure forever. That means that God is always good, and his mercies is always available to us to help us in the time of trouble. One of the things that's important, especially for those of us who are believers, to do is to give thanks to God. 
No matter what's going on in your life, there is someone who would trade places with you. Thanksgiving is not just a day that we celebrate. It is an attitude of our heart. We need the heart of Thanksgiving where we open our mouths and bless the Lord. I want to take a moment to share with you how you can connect with us at The Light of the World. You can join us on Sundays on our live streaming at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And if you would like to connect with us for prayer, call us at our prayer line number at 281-964-1393. There's someone who will stand by you and pray with you. If we don't answer you right away, leave us a message. We'll contact you. I wanted to remind you that we have our bookstore open to the public at The Beacon. Call us if you need church supplies, Sunday school books, Bibles, communion supplies, offering envelopes, or anything you need for your church services. Call us at 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.